Well, hello there, my friend Jonathan Doyle with you as always. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. I'm pleased you're here. I hope I can uh, bring you something really useful today as you go about your crucial, important, world-changing work as a Catholic educator. So please make sure you subscribe to the show. It does make a difference. And there'll be a whole bunch of links here that I'd love you to check out. There's all the good stuff there. How to book me to speak, how to get um, executive coaching with me from a Catholic perspective if you are in leadership, and a whole bunch of other good stuff, including my Instagram account and uh, all sorts of other goodness. My friend, today, I'm going to talk to you about an important quote from George Weigel. If you want to sound really fancy, make sure you always pronounce German-sounding Ws as Vs, and everyone will think you're awfully fancy. So, uh, George Weigel, spelled with a W. Many of you would know who he is, of course. he was uh, He's an American public intellectual and uh, theologian, and of course he was the biographer of Pope John Paul II. He wrote uh, Witness to Hope, the seminal biography of Pope John Paul II, which I read many, many years ago. It must be 30 years ago I read that. Oh, I'm feeling older, just saying it out loud. Today, I want to give you a great quote from George Weigel, which goes really to the heart of what we're doing in Catholic education. He says this, The Church of the New Evangelization is a church in which every Catholic understands himself or herself as a missionary disciple. One more time, the Church of the New Evangelization is a church in which every Catholic understands himself or herself as a missionary disciple. So he wrote a book, and I cannot remember the exact title of it. I did read it. It was a book really talking about the new evangelization. He sort of makes the point that you know, if you really want to see where the church goes to die, all you need to do is look at Germany. No offense to the evangelical Catholics still out there in Germany. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, uh, you know, the the church in Europe in many ways is has atrophied and the church in the global south has grown exponentially. So this church of the new evangelization, for the church to grow, it needs to be, well, let's just cut to the chase, on mission. So Weigel's kind of thesis is, once the church becomes self-referential, once the church gets starts to gaze inwards, it begins to die. And that would make sense, right? Because he finishes with this term missionary disciple, which is crucial, right? Because, of course, the Great Commission in Matthew 28, Jesus says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the world, of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, and teaching them to do all. Oh, I love that word. Three letters. A-double-L. All. All that I have commanded you. <laughs> it's the best thing. Because that's when you got those smorgasbord uh, Christians that are kind of like, I like that bit, but I don't like that bit. That bit calls me to account. That bit makes me work on myself. I don't like it. Jesus says, all that I have commanded you. So Jesus asked us to make disciples. And theologians like Weigel are pointing to the truth that if we do not have a missionary disposition, a missionary disposition, then we become self-referential. And everything starts to atrophy. So way back in 1984, John Paul II gave an address to the bishops of Oceania. And that is the first time he used the term new evangelization. That the So what's evangelization? Of course, it's the evangelion. It's the good news. It's taking the news of the person of Jesus Christ to the world, to the person in your classroom, to the parents in your school community, to the person you meet at sports on the weekend if you've got kids. It doesn't necessarily mean direct preaching. It means being... Christ-like, being the presence of Christ in the world, but to have an outward focus. So this new evangelization 
Was John Paul II simply reminding us of the ancient truth that the church exists to evangelize? We do not exist to create institutions. We do not exist to even create schools. We don't exist to do anything other than to make disciples. And how we make disciples may manifest itself in organizations. But at the end of the day, we're about evangelization. We're about mission. The Archbishop here where I live talks about himself uh, in his homilies. He says, I'm the, uh, I'm the chief evangelist. He says, I am the chief evangelist. My job is to evangelize, is to be the one who preaches, teaches, and insists upon Christ in season and out of season, right? So we are all called into this role. And what I wanted to do in this episode, and I talk about it more in the video, so if you, if you click the links here, you'll find the link over to the YouTube channel, that uh, your classroom is a missionary frontier. Your classroom, my friend, is a missionary frontier. Your classroom is the meeting place of all the challenges and pains and beauty and struggle of this season in human history. It's a missionary field. So in the olden days, as my kids used to say, you would travel to a distant part of the world and preach the gospel to people that had never heard it. I don't think your classroom is remarkably different. You're definitely called to preach and to teach the gospel, and you may be doing it to students who in many ways have never really heard it. And as I always say, it does not necessarily always mean direct catechesis and direct teaching. It means creating moments of silence, prayer, helping the students encounter the sacraments, helping them encounter the person of Jesus, a deep Christological dimension to your teaching. You're a missionary disciple. That is what you are. That is what this work is. You know, you're not an accountant. You're not a neuroscientist. Those roles, you know, people can be on mission in those roles too. They can be the person of Jesus in those places. But you've been called to be a missionary disciple in a Catholic school. So I want you to go about your work today just thinking about this principle. Could you imagine what it would be like if everybody working in your Catholic school radically, deeply, consistently thought about themselves as missionary disciples? So that is my message for you today that we are called into this great and beautiful new evangelization. And it's a tough season, right? Like it's not as if the world outside is queuing up going, hey, Christians, please, we'd love to hear your perspective on things. So we go into that space anyway. We take Christ with us wherever we go. By modeling him in our lives, by being ready to give an answer for the hope that we possess, and by introducing young people in our classrooms to the person of Jesus Christ, not just as um, Pope Benedict used to say, not just in touch with him, but in intimacy with him, teaching students. You know, the way I used to do it, I used to just constantly take students to the chapel and just give them experiences of silence and contemplation. And I believe that was the, a great methodology because it was so rare at this moment in history. It was so hard for young people to find moments of stillness and silence. Eucharistic adoration, sacraments, young people are hungry. Never going to change because in Latin we refer to the human person as capax dei, that which has the capacity for God. The heart of every young person hungers for God. That's the reality. So creating situations and environments and context in which they can encounter Christ is the most remarkable thing that you do. So God bless you, my friends. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been The Daily Podcast. I'd love you to subscribe and please go and check out all those links. If you'd like to book me to speak live, if you want to check out the YouTube channel, you want to find out anything more, it's all in the links. God bless you, my friend. You and I are going to be talking again tomorrow.